The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdell. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. As always, I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Mike Cogdell. Mike, what's shaking in Denver today? Not a lot, Chris. I hope you're well. Uh, once again, we're um, all starting to deal with these great fires in the West. I hope it, it's only early July, and you and I both live out West, so we know that this could present a real problem. As, as, as you look around, when the Colorado River is close to fishing because the water's too low, Say what you will, Mother Nature, global warming, I don't care what you call it, but something's happening, that's for sure. Other than that, no fishing, uh, fire bans, life's pretty gosh darn good. Well, Mike, I was thinking as we were getting ready to come on the air today about many times advisors get the question that sounds something like this when they're presenting income protection. Well, Mike... What are my chances or what are my odds of becoming disabled? And, and I, I think it sometimes is we producers get so caught up in trying to deal with that logically that they end up losing the sale. So let me make one comment before I ask you your opinion of that. And one of the reasons why I don't like using the statistic that one out of four people will become disabled between a given age and age 65 that if you go to Vegas, are you going to bet on the thing that's going to do one out of four or three out of four? So I don't know that that one out of four is a convincing argument to get somebody to buy disability insurance. What are your thoughts? Chris, I couldn't agree more. One, you and I were just talking, and um, first I'm going to step back, and let's give credit where credit's due. Go back to what an old friend, may he rest in peace, dear friend of ours, Mike Eskra, who is a legend in our particular business. What did he used to say? Don't worry about the statistic because when you become disabled, you're 100% of the statistic. To, to, to further that piece right there, what I was just talking about the other day, and, and actually, as I said, I think you were with me when this happened, but there was a guy that was a kind of was instrumental in the marketing and the getting FedEx started and up and running. Didn't create the company, but was pretty high up. And he talked about how you had to get things going and logistics and organization. And he was talking about statistics and he said, you know, the funny thing about statistics is when you're talking to somebody, it's just between four eyes, which is the exact same thing. So you can be in a room full of people, Chris, but if I'm talking about the, you, if I'm talking to you specifically and ask you in the event you get hurt or sick, what are you going to do? Do you or I really care one bit about all the other people in the room at that very moment? Nope. Because why? It's between four eyes. This is just your conversation and my conversation. And that's where you and I both agree 100% that statistics, I get that you're, there's a chance your house is going to burn down. I get there's a chance you're going to be in an auto accident. We've all been in. But you even said the one in four. And the problem with one in four and things of that nature, Chris, is it gets muddled. And, you know, what's that great saying? Figures lie, liars figure or something right. like that. Maybe I inverted it, but you get the point. I'm actually one of those statistics because when I ruptured my quad tendon a few years back, I truly was out for 90 days or longer. Now, did I need to collect? Chris, I didn't. 
I didn't need to collect. Thank by the grace of God, I was able to continue to do my work, even though I was in a lockdown um, splint from my ankle to my hip because uh, this quad tendon just couldn't be moved for months. So, you know, suddenly I fall into that category as the one in four, but it didn't affect me in that way. So, and that's not the purpose of income protection. Do you, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. It's not to talk about 90 days. It's not to talk about a house burning down. It's not to talk about getting an accident. It, what it's talking about is again, and you know, I laugh at you and I, we've probably done, I don't know, probably nearing 70 episodes or more. You would know I don't. Yes, sir. Um, you know, someday we're going to have a hundred and somebody I hope calls us and says, how could you talk about a hundred items <laughs> about disability insurance? A hundred different shows on one thing. And I, I, the answer I have right now is, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> we must be pretty passionate about this business. And we but, probably have another hundred to go, Mike. <laughs> I hope we have another hundred to go. And I hope we've helped one person out there start to sell income protection. But back to what I said is I think statistics, you know, people go, well, the analytical guy wants to see them or the analytical gal. They really don't any more than anybody else. This goes back to I've got this bag of money and it's called my income and you can call it anything you want. And we want people to take this away. Um, you can use statistics and you can throw them down and you can look at them and go, you know what? All of these stats on this piece of paper, if you're going to use stats, bring all five of them up. Bring the, you know what? Car accident, one in three. Hurt or sick, 90 days or longer, one in four before age 65. Chance of a house burning down, one in 108 or whatever the numbers are, Chris. I'm making those up. Obviously. But there are four or five stats like that, right, that, that fall back to risk and risk protection and insurance. Those are all great. But look at them and go, you know, right now. Why would we care? Because if it's you, it's 100% statistic that it happened, or it's between four eyes, and you can use one or both. All of this be damned, for lack of a better term. I'm talking about you and what happens to you in the event that the bag of money, your income stops. It freezes today. You got a nine-year-old daughter. You got a 12-year-old son, and you've got a phenomenal family going on. And tomorrow, And you're the breadwinner, and your wife is secondary breadwinner or inverted. Wife is primary breadwinner and you're secondary. I don't really care. It stops tomorrow, either one or both. One or both. And then what? And that's what they need to know. This is about you and your family. I'm only going to educate you, tell you what's at risk for you personally. And there's no stat on that, Chris, because you know what happened to me the other day, right? Yep. My 85 year old dad got out of, out of a chair. He's 85 years old. He walked to the kitchen. We built them a brand new home, Chris. Brand new. Flat as a pancake ranch house. He slipped and broke his hip. And at 85 years of age, breaking a hip is not a good thing to let the audience know he's doing much better today, but it's a scary thing. Well, when he got up out of that chair, Chris, to go get, let's call it a cookie. Did he think he was going to fall and break his hip in that 12 feet of walking? No way. Uh, again, life happens. Life happens. You have to be prepared for everything. Fortunately, they have all the right things in place, too, to include we built them a ranch flat as a pancake. Had it happened in their 1936 tutor, Chris, I'm not sure my father would be here with us today. Uh, love him dearly, but it, it, that could have been a fall down the steps or anything. So you have to prepare is my point. So the stats suddenly don't matter when it's you. I was on a call yesterday with another person. We were talking about healthcare. Same thing, Chris, stats. 
Uh, you know, what's the number that you use 80% of your cost of healthcare is in the last year of your life or something like that? Something staggering like that, correct? It, 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 yeah, it's a phenomenal number. So it's, it's like if you, you know, if your whole healthcare in your life, let's call it $1 million, you're using over 800,000 of it in the last six to 10 months or something. That's just beyond belief. But at the end of the day, here's what happens. Now it's my father. And everybody wants health care. Everybody wants everything to be taken care of. You have to take responsibility for your actions is my point, Chris. Now it's my dad. So you know what? I want health care for all, but I want my father to have the very best care for as long as he's on this earth, right? Correct. I don't care what the cost is, and I want you to keep him around for as long as you can. Well, we both know what that does. That costs a lot of money. So it's never a big deal until it's you is my point. I want everybody to have health care, but if it's my grandma or my father that's sick, I want him to have it first and I want him to be well taken care of. Correct? Who doesn't think that way? Right. Exactly. And that's where we're talking about stats today. Stats don't matter when it comes down to in the event you're hurt or sick and you got to figure out how to pay the bills and don't have the checkbook or actually we'll call it the, the resources. That's called money, by the way, in the checkbook to make those payments. And you know what? If nothing else, anybody that listens today I'm going to repeat what we've said in the last couple of episodes. Mug. What does mug stand for? Mortgage, utilities, and groceries. And do you think one of our listeners out there has gone out and spent that dollar per cup to get MUG? <laughs> as much as I wish the whole tribe had, Mike, I'm guessing uh, they probably haven't. I mean, that's 100 possible clients for $100. And I even took this one step farther because you know how I get on these tangents. Not only do you get the mug cup, and somebody asks you, in, if you're in residence, it would be perfect. Not only if you get the mug cup and you put one Powerball ticket in there, quick pick, or Wednesday night, or whatever day they pull it, and you look at that client and say, this stands for more. And why did you give me the Powerball ticket? Because if you don't win on Wednesday night, nothing in your world has changed. So we still need to take action. Fair enough. If you win, we have something else to talk about. If you lose, then we have to go back to this mortgage utilities and groceries or gas or what in today's world it's gas, I think, because aren't we hovering around four bucks a gallon? Yeah, yeah, depending where you live, yep. So it's uh so it's interesting. But those are the things. Statistics don't matter. You taught me you taught me this about nineteen eighty-eight, I think. You gotta raise the blister. And you and I've never really had that discussion with our audience either. And what do we mean by you've got to raise the blister? You you got to get them uncomfortable. They got to and they have to be willing to think about what are the consequences of the blister pops and I got blood all over myself. Exactly, it's got to be not comfortable, and that's not a statistic because you can play a statistic off, right? Yes, and that's what we all do. You know, baseball, which I'm not a big baseball player, but it's an entire game of what. It's it's based upon averages, and you look at the the managers today. If you watch a baseball game, they got those big fat books looking play in the odds, you know, where they where they should pitch, what pitch they should throw, where they should position the fielders. It's statistics. But at the end of the day, has anybody ever hit 500? Uh, not yet. Okay. So, and you and I would call 500 average in everything except for academics. Actually, 500 in academics out of 1,000 is what? Failing? Failing. So that's the thing. Liars figure, figures lie in statistics. But depending on where they're placed – are extremely important in our world. We couldn't be in the insurance industry without actuaries and numbers and stats. But when it comes down to my well-being, I don't need the numbers. 
I really don't need the numbers for this. What I need to be able to understand, or if I'm a salesperson in a, or an educator in the world of income protection, I need to be able to convey to whomever, whomever I'm speaking with, again, between four eyes, why if they don't do this, what the results could be. Mike, I want to I want to pick up on that because look, I, I wish I had the pixie dust to give everybody, and and, and everybody's going to say yes, I want to buy disability insurance. But when I get to that point in the conversation, when somebody says, you know, I'm I'm not going to do it, and I just basically look at them between four eyes to your point and say, you know what, Mike, basically what you're telling me is you're placing a bet, you're placing a bet that you're not going to become disabled. So I got one final question for you before we get out of here today. What happens if you bet wrong? What's the impact on your family if you bet wrong? And then I shut up and either they're going to they're going to hesitate or they're going to be adamant. And if they're adamant, they're not going to do it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to waste my time in trying to convince somebody who is not thinking very smartly about their the, the financial future and the protection of their family. You know, along those lines, you just hit a really, really valid point. It's very simple question. And in 70 episodes, give or take, again, something new just happened. What if you bet wrong? It's as easy as that. That's a stat. It's like you just hit the nail on the head and then you stop and let. And you know what? There are people that are going to say this. Well, Chris, if I bet wrong, I guess that's on me. Right. And then my, my next question always is when they do, I say, you know, I get it. But let me ask you this. When you talk to Kate about this bet, is she willing to accept you betting wrong? Because well, they no, haven't had the discussion it, with their significant other. You know the answer in my house. And I know the answer in your family and my family. Because we had a conversation, and I'll end this today with you. We had a conversation similar to that from my podcast to our podcast, forgive me, but my statements about GoFundMe a couple of weeks ago. And if you remember that, I said, Kate, what would you rather count on in life? Somebody doing a GoFundMe for for my for our family, or me just making sure that that problem never exists. She's like, "Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> GoFundMe? No." And that's my point. It's the exact same. Do you want to bet on the wrong horse? Do you? Who do you want to bet on? Anybody that has a shred of confidence in the world has the answer. There's only really one correct answer. But the person that gets nervous and doesn't want to deal with this situation right now, this is where, for our listening audience, you don't let them off the hook. You ask them, who do you want to bet on? And if, and if you make the wrong bet, the wrong stat, the wrong bet. You know, you Mike, I do? want to conclude today's episode with, a, with a, uh, something I learned from a good friend of ours, Jim O'Connell. And Jim was very passionate about disability insurance. And as you well know, he was very active physically, very good health uh, that, that he really was prided himself on. So when he got that, it's not going to happen to me. He just paused and he reached into his briefcase and he said something like this, Mike, you know me for a long time. In fact, you know, we've, we've gone skiing together. We've even gone hella skiing together. So what I know is something bad could happen to me. And I want to show you my policy. Well, I don't think it's going to happen to me. I'm not willing to bet that it's not. And I'm not going to put my family in jeopardy. Look how much I'm spending on my disability insurance and my business overhead expense. And then he shut up. And Mike, as you well know, because you work with him for a lot of years, 
he sold a lot of disability insurance, not because of the features of benefits, not because of the, 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 the statistics, excuse me, but rather the belief. And that being said, Chris, he had two, because he had a very large staff. You and I both knew this man well. He had two very expensive policies, by the way. They cost a lot of money. Now, because they cost a lot of money means he made a lot of money. So, he, you know, where is the infinite number of points on the circle? What he did is just believed in what needed to be done and done right. And if it's good enough for him, it was good enough for others. And that's what he did, Chris, with his policy. We'll end the day with, that's why you and I always say this. We've ended this twice now. But you know what? If you don't have it on yourself, make sure that you call somebody, you know, somebody somewhere, get a cost per thousand quote, see how many units you qualify for. Your taxes should be done or darn near done by now. And go ahead and make sure that your stuff is current, up to date. And if you're new, get it and get it done now. Awesome advice, Mike. Take care of your most important client, you. Chris, have a great rest of the week. Thanks, my friend. Thanks, Mike. 